Hello and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag. Because we're semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Pangina Heels and I'm a stupid <laughs> idiot. <laughs> P.S. I love everyone. P.P.S. I hate Jimbo. <laughs> so good. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. Um, what a great episode. Did you like it? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, this season is, I mean, all over the map. I am, I'm feeling my heart ripped out when we lose our Canadian girls. Then the girl who did that to them is in jeopardy. This episode is wildfire. And yeah, you were saying, you were saying there's a lot of intense stuff going online already with Pangina. Yeah, there's a lot of like, obviously spoiler alert, but if you're here, it's because you've already watched the episode. But because of Pangina's elimination, people are being really, really awful. Like a lot of people are coming at Pangina saying it's karma. A lot of people are like coming at Blue really aggressively. People, I saw someone doxing Blue at one point. And that means like airing their personal info. Like when you dox someone... Yeah, that's airing personal information about them. So it's like, it can be addresses, it could be their phone personal number. information, their banking, their phone number, it could be their, their, even like their computer address, like to be able to hack their things. Like it's, it's really just taking it too far. And I just think that it's so, it's so inappropriate. And so like, I get that there, this was a really intense episode, but to, to take it that far <laughs> is like touch grass you know like touch grass like go outside please <laughs> please get some fresh air that's like i'm begging it's it's a lot everyone like i don't know it is a show but wow 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 i don't know if pangina will you know come to canada anytime soon i'm sure she's paranoid we all hate her do we hate her <laughs> juice do we hate her no. for what she's done i i don't i don't hate you pangina I, we're just taking a little break and then <laughs> when it's tank top season, we'll invite you to, you know, Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Tank top season for mm-hmm. Pangina, of course. Mm-hmm. Exclusively. But Juice, how are you? I feel like we've both been girl bossing so hard this week. Like we're both like fitting in our podcast between like tutorials with Priyanka. I'm doing photo shoots with the Brat Pack. Like, tell me, how are you? I am exhausted, but <laughs> I feel blessed. I was just, I was on set this week doing makeup for a TV show. Um, it was absolutely horrible. I hated it so much. And I'm happy to be a woman again, um, just doing girly things. Um, what about you? Me? I'm, yeah, I just did a big shoot with Gia and Kendall yesterday. We're doing like Brat Pack content because we're going to go on tour. So we're getting all mm. of that just kind of like sizzle reeled up. And girl, you're going to die. This one I can't unit wait. that I have, ugh, it's like sculpted and crystallized. I love it. Mesmerized. It's so, so Mesmerized. fucking good. So good. good. So yeah, no, it, it feels good to be connecting with you though. I missed you. I missed our I miss our, I miss our chats. Our SQQs. Mm. SQQities. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna call? That's what we're gonna call them. Our SQ cuties. That is Q, and like the Q is like Q U I T. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. So let's get right into the episode. I feel like we've done our little catch up, but I want to dive in because I just watched it, so it's very fresh for me. Um, so let's start. We've walked into the workroom after Jimbo's elimination. We're all you and I are torn apart. We're devastated. It's very sad. Yes. But we have the mirror message. <laughs> Which I did reference at the beginning of the episode. If you didn't watch, um, Jimbo literally wrote on the mirror, my name is Pangina Heels and I am a stupid idiot. <laughs> and I honestly think it was the most amazing mirror message in the world because the yeah. girl cleaning the mirror has to literally read it out loud. It's like the most mm-hmm. clever script writing, I would almost say, in a way, like... I just fucking love Jimbo. I love their brain. And like, I'm so happy the world is like eating them up. Me too. Now, do you think it was malicious or it was just camp? Oh my God. It was, it was definitely equal parts. It was equal parts (laughs) camp with a big old dose of malicious because she was upset. Like the emotions were running wild. Anger is an emotion, just like, you know, Mm -hmm. anything else. So she was in her feels, but I like, it's great TV. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think about 
It was Janie, right? She, Janie's lipstick. Oh my God, picking Juju. She picked Juju. She was straight up off the, she was like on the Juju hate train. She was like, you know what? Enough's she, enough. She said, I've saved you once, bitch. It's over. But I gotta okay? say, it actually made me respect her, like Janie more. Same. I was like, thank same. you. I felt like her and I, I was on the same wavelength as far as like elimination goes. Juju's scorecard was just like shit. And yes. Jimbo was doing so much better that it was like, thank you. Okay, at least you're playing this as like respectful. I feel like certain choices throughout this whole show have been a bit wackadoodle juice. I feel gaslit. Like, <laughs> like I feel gaslit and she validated my feelings. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you do get it. You do get it, Janie. Yeah. Oh my God. See, we love you, Janie JK. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for trying to eliminate Jujube. We love you, Juju, but it, it's been a rough couple weeks. Oh, yeah, um. it's, it, it, is, it has been. Um, but yeah, so at this point... Baga was kind of seeing seeing through or investigating with Pangina's choice to send Jimbo home. And mm-hmm. Baga is beside herself. Her and Jimbo really formed a relationship on the show, which mm-hmm. totally makes sense to me. I could see them as a cute little duo in a show or something. <laughs> I know. That'd be so cute. Or like a little tour between the two of them. That'd be yes. adorable. <laughs> bag his little head like next to like Jimbo's breasts um <laughs> but yeah they hadn't they had a relationship and at this point for Pangina to send Jimbo home she's seeing it as you know the rest of the competition it's Jimbo's revenge mm-hmm. it's a justice for Jimbo truly justice for, for Jimbo <laughs> sitting there in her little yellow outfit like it's justice for Jimbo. I love her. Um, I love Vega. Me too. Me too. She's fun. She's a fun girly. The next day, all the queens walk into the workroom and Juice, can I just say something? Mm-hmm. Mo Hearts looks in the workroom. Why have I been, why have I not, like, why have we not been praising this? Kissing her at her feet. Like, every single look is, like, better than anything I wore on the runway <laughs> on my season. Are they all monochromatic? I think so. I think she's gonna, is she gonna be the whole rainbow? I think so, because it's, we've seen a purple, we've seen a red, we're seeing a yellow. I think we've already seen a green. She just, she looks incredible. Like, these looks are Mm -hmm. so well done that I'm just, I think it's amazing when a queen, every single second they're on screen, is just, Mm -hmm. like, bringing it. And I feel like this was definitely her M.O. for, um all-stars like you know what I mean UK versus the world it was like okay if there's one more thing I want to do it's these fashion looks and I'm loving it I just was like I just need to shout her out because like it has been such strong game since day one so we we see all the workroom looks everyone's hanging out and we go right into snatch game we find out it's the snatch game we find out it's going to be what everybody waits for it's the Mm -hmm. main thing about every season everyone's excited i have a snatch game winner with me today hello we have hello she has won a snatch game so we all understand like it's the moment for the season so this is a big episode and it's the snatch game family edition what did you think of the the new sort of format i kind of miss the snatch game of love personally I loved this. I thought this was fun to get to sit right next to like Michelle. It was funny to see her like them kind of volleying with this. And I felt like they got to ask newer questions more often or so. I, I don't know. I thought I thought the way it was edited was really fun with the two sides family feud style. I liked it. I thought mm-hmm. it was I thought it was fresh. Fresh and fun. I did like it. I just I just love the snatch game of love for some reason. I just think it's so fun. But it did I did really enjoy it. So, for characters, we have Pangina playing Mariah Carey, Janie Jacquet as, originally she was planning to do Tan Mom, but then pivots to, hi sisters, James Charles. (laughs) Thank God, Tan Mom would have been such a mess. Yeah, Juju is doing Cher, a meta Cher, where she's like a Cher impersonator of a Cher, as we'll find out later in the episode. Yeah. Mo has officially switched to Billy Porter. Blue is doing a Mike Myers, Austin Powers baby. And Baga is a Kathy Bates role in the movie Misery. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? No. Did you know this role? 
No, 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 no. And I think it's so funny that like when you're technically not allowed to do characters, but no, it's so funny that they all were like threw that right out the window. They said, "Yeah, it's not a character. I'm Kathy Bates." <laughs> yes, exactly. I am the legal actor who played those copywritten characters. <laughs> I don't know yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, I honestly think it's too good of a like reference pool to not be able to do that like that kind of mm. loophole because blue was so so good you know so what i mean good. these characters and, and so it was, was bega. amazing mm. oh my god okay bega this made me fall like even more in love with her there was something about her trying to do um an american accent and just calling rupaul paul <laughs> my stepdad's <laughs> name is Paul and Paul. it just like it was just like making me laugh her kid like bringing up the uh the book it was like mm-hmm. just so fucking funny to me and um I don't know if we're jumping around if we're going full into the maxi yet but are we yeah yeah we're yeah are, right? we're in the maxi yeah, oh, okay. yeah okay we're we're in the maxi um yes bega smashed it so fucking funny the whole time she and great. she kept she kept getting this edit where they would like beat to her with that sound effect because of her eyes being like, Oh, so funny. I loved it. Endlessly funny. It just Mm -hmm. kept me chuckling the whole time. It was so good. Now, what did you think of Pangina's? Okay. She like low key really looks like Mariah Carey. I think she's known for that though. I think that's one of her like big pulls in her like drag career is her Mariah Carey impersonation so I think that's why she brought her because the the makeup is astounding she did the really kind of like sleepy lid and just like her Mm -hmm. whole look like very like Vogue interview just like hey hey um the the cadences were great yeah yeah I thought she aesthetically was Mariah um even when she was kissing the answer cards everything but the actual jokes I was where are the jokes where are the jokes? <laughs> you know, couldn't find them. So that was where it's just like, come on, Panny G. I agree. It's hard though. It's like, I think she made the decision to to choose Mariah because she is so good at embodying Mariah. But it's such a hard thing with Snatch Game is you have to think about funny before how good you are at the character. Because there's a lot of people who have won Snatch <laughs> Game where they were more funny than they were the actual character. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. It's like, it basically, the character has to have enough, like, things, like, maybe, I want to say, like, catchphrases, just, like, easy things you can times by a thousand, like, make it a hyperbole of them. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel like then you get to volley and just, like, I don't know, you, you just stay true to your character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, with when I did Rachel, it was just, like, um, you know, within a fashion scope, her being, like, overdramatic. LA stylist. Bananas. Honestly. (laughs) Bah. Bananas. Nah. (laughs) Bah. Bananas. Yours was really good. I liked yours. Oh, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I actually, I think it's a really fun, the reason why everyone loves the Snatch Game is because it's, everyone is in the hot seat, the improvisation. Mm -hmm. Um, Who do you think killed at the improving? My picks were Bega and Blue. Same. The, the I feel like I really did agree with the judging this episode, which is crazy because uh, it's been a little. Was I been, not? Was I not gaslit this? Episode? Yeah, I didn't feel gaslit this episode like every other week. Uh, but I did. I did agree. It was really Baga and Blue's game this week because it was just they were so clear front runners. Like Blue, like exactly what they said in the episode. Blue coming through with all of those Mike Myers isms with Austin Powers, and then switching it up to be uh, Doctor Evil and just Doctor Evil, Doctor Evil, a hundred billion trillion dollars. <laughs> like it was so good, and I felt like for me it was one of those things where I haven't seen those movies in such a long time that I was like, oh my god, this is like funny again. Like it's like I get the jokes again. So I I just thought Blue was out of the park. And again, with and like we've already been praising Baga. Baga, out of the park. So good. It was funny with Blue. I thought her Austin was good, but it almost felt like touch and go there for me because I didn't think she was a front runner because I was really eating Baga up. And then when she 
switched to Dr. Evil. Mm. She's so pale naturally. Like she's almost Dr. Evil pale. Mm-hmm. And she was nailing the accent, which is would be hard for her. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh my God, girly, you just did it. You just done did it. Mm-hmm. Like the switch up. I love when a queen can quickly do two looks in one. And hers were both good. Mm-hmm. Like she played it off. She had a bald cap under her Austin Powers wig and glasses and stuff. It was like, and she must have changed honor. fast too. That must have been like a poof, poof. You could, yeah, you could tell. There was yeah. like still marks on like the makeup. You had to be able to, pew, pew. but yeah, so claps, claps for blue. Mm-hmm. You love blue. This must be a great week for you, Juice. I love, I was really happy. I love blue. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm such a fan. <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Janie JK. Why was there no voice? I feel like James Charles has such an annoying Hi sisters. Voice. Hi sisters. Hi sisters. <laughs> it's very like it's very fast of things like like I feel like you're kind of just like like Yeah, I you have to talk faster. You have to like mm. almost um you have to almost be it's like a deep nasally voice. But you almost have to be, like, talking really fast, but really gay, and then also, like, kind of annoying at the same time. But also, kind like, of. James Charles... Oh, so annoying. But he's also... He's not <laughs> funny. He's not funny no. at all. No. There's laughing at someone, then there's laughing with someone, and I don't know if I've ever laughed with James Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, be my Gucci shoes. <laughs> <laughs> There are these clips of James Charles performing at, like, some of those conventions, just, like, not even at the front of the stage, but, like, almost touching the back of the stage singing. And I'm just, like, 13-year-old girls, like, paid money Cynthia, when I tell you I watch that video once a month, it's my favorite thing in the world. Him performing new roles in all black with the high kick and the awkward dancing. It's camp. It is drag. It, if if I saw a drag queen do that, I would give them so much money. The way I would I would throw my whole wallet at them. I'd be like, "Do you want my Do you want my my mortgage? Take it." <laughs> you would it's live. Camp. Oh my god, that would be. It's it's on another level. So it, it, we wanted to see that version of James yes. Charles, Janie. You know, somehow incorporate these things about it. But the look was down. We haven't talked about Juju and Mo. Oh. Share oh. bitch. I liked it. It made me laugh. It was funny. It's so funny. Like she can do anything. When she said share cootery board. It died. You know? Died. The look was died. fine. The makeup was not share. Like No. And she she said she said share? No. Like She said sure. <laughs> she said sure. Like it was it wasn't a share makeup. Uh, but there was little <laughs> isms in there. It was kind of just an overall, like, safe performance. Um, but it wasn't my favorite. But it was fine. But do you agree when, like, Michelle said it was, like, an impression of a Cher impersonator? Yeah. It felt like she was trying to be Chad Michaels being Cher. But, but I think it's so funny because it's, like, a th- it's almost like a theatrical choice. Like when, when Ru was, like, when she was almost purposely doing the tongue thing wrong, like, it was just tickling, tickling my dummy. I thought she was really funny. This, mm. this act of, like, I'm Cher, I'm not, I'm, I'm a Cher, Cher. I don't know. It, it made me laugh. She's was it on silly. purpose, though, do you think? Kind of. Mm. Like, Juju has this way about being, like, oh, I just, oh, he, he. Like, you know what I mean? She kind of sometimes purposely, like, she's a bit of um, a jester, right? Yeah. Like, in the category about, like, Jimbo kind of saying, like, you, like, f- publicly fail in front of people. Like, I think sometimes Juju plays with that. I don't know. I liked it, whether that was on purpose or not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it made that. me laugh. I was like, that's what it's about, right? Like, I definitely was entertained. Okay. It was almost more comical that it was a poor makeup. You know what I mean? The makeup was kind of shitty. Oh, I hated the makeup. <laughs> I know. I know. But what did you think about uh, Billy Porter? I'm happy she didn't do Gordon Ramsay. I'm going to start with that. I'm really happy she didn't decide to go with Gordon Ramsay or her other choice, which I can't remember off the top of my head, but it also wasn't very good. But I literally said, I was sitting there with my friend. I was, I was with Wigzaddy last night when we watched the first half of the episode. 
And I said, why doesn't she do Billy Porter? That would be so good. And then Rue goes, you should do Billy Porter. And I looked, I looked at him and I said, I'm a genius. My mind, my mind. <laughs> and then she decided to be Billy Porter and she was great. But I think it's because they both have Billy Porter-isms. Like, I think that she's able to really channel that in her own cadence to be able to yeah. make a character out of it. I thought she was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. It just was unfortunate. Um some of the some of the people around her, the other players, were just going so zany and like mm-hmm. over the top. She was almost too realistic. It was like that's just Billy. So it's like, could Billy keep up with like a drag queen playing a Kathy Bates crazy character, or like an Austin Powers thing? Yeah, I don't know. Those those are like made up characters, right? Whereas Billy's a human, you know, like a. So it's like, go sexy, go go larger than life. But next to some of these other players, it just you know. Just rings different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're right, but it was good. Whatever, but... whatever the fuck that means, it rings different. It rings good one, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry. Good morning, girly. <laughs> good morning. Hi, everyone. <laughs> reporting live. Reporting dead. <laughs> so snatch game wraps up. It's good. We all have our good laughs about it, and we go back into the workroom for the runway. And we have this little conversation. This little convo happens. And I, mm-hmm. I, it made, it made me feel uneasy the way that the conversation went. Um, I don't know about you, but it was the cancel culture conversation. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, my thoughts on cancel culture? On the conversation and then tell me or whatever you want to do. But my, how did you, what did you think about the whole thing? Or do you think cancel culture is a thing? Um, a, a two-parter. I love it. I love a two-parter. I, cancel culture is definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely out there. And I think the positive side of cancel culture is change and action. And I think um, people, you know, cancel themselves. If you're not going to listen to a public, like, outcry of, like, wrong behavior that speaks volumes Mm -hmm. like you're just not community you're just not community led you're Mm -hmm. not community based if you're not if you're not like thinking that way you know you're only thinking about yourself and so cancel culture definitely exists I just wish sometimes there was a bit more wiggle room for people to you know make amends and change but I want to see action and I want to see integrity there's like those are the two things that really come with when I don't know what I'm, what I'm trying to say, when you come back from something like if you've been quote unquote canceled, there needs to be a change. Like that's mm-hmm. the only way I would I would see it making sense. Otherwise, you got to kind of like take a knee. But mm-hmm. the way they covered it on the show, I thought it was I thought it I thought it was appropriate to talk about. It's definitely mm-hmm. relevant. Like, you know, we can't cancel the conversation about cancel culture. I agree. You know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus Christ, how <laughs> meta can we get? I'm like, I'm going to cancel the canceling of cancel culture. <laughs> you eventually are canceled. It's I, like, I can't keep up. I get it. I don't know. My thing with it is like, I, for, for me, when I hear someone talk about cancel culture, it's a red flag, right? If someone's just like, oh, if someone believes that cancel culture is like a thing, thing kind like the way you explained it I, I understand and I can vibe with but for me it's not cancel culture it's people asking for accountability and it's people yeah see it's exactly it's people just asking for accountability people asking for change people asking for you to acknowledge what you did and not to do it again the deplatforming aspect of that um I think is it's it's messy and it's a slippery slope because some people do not deserve to have platforms, right? We should not be lining the pockets of abusers. We shouldn't be um, listening to... We shouldn't have our community leaders be people who abuse others. I think that's kind of the slippery slope where it gets in. For saying, for saying something stupid 15 years ago, like, that's the kind of thing where I'm just like, obviously this person's changed and obviously this person is moving on. And if they acknowledge their mistake, then we can all move on with it. But if it's something of like someone saying, well, I'm being canceled because of this, 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 and this, but they're, they're an abuser or they're someone who have put others in a space that have hurt them or emotionally or physically. I think that that person kind of doesn't deserve to have the platform. Does that make sense? 
gorgeous. Okay. Of course. I felt crazy. I was like, am I gaslighting no, myself? Crazy. I'm trying to be better listeners. I interrupt <laughs> you all the time. I really do. I edited no. the first episode. I edited the first episode last week. Hope you liked it. Um, and I had to listen to me inter- interrupt Juice, Miss Juicy, um, many, 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 many times. I'm trying to be better, it's, Juice. It's, you're so not for that, that, that was me. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm also deeply neurotic, so there's also showing that trait. Neurotic. But um, yeah, I no, I totally understand what you're talking about. Okay. This makes complete sense to me, and I don't know. It's you just we toe a fine line, but I just always think certain people. I think sometimes, in some ways, knowledge is privilege, mm-hmm. and it's like when people are out of pocket and they don't know they're out of pocket. The the act of like public outcry is could be where you could learn your lesson mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. where I talk about action and, and integrity it's like take from it a learned lesson and we will we will all be okay mm-hmm. like if you can at least publicly you know apologize and do better like in time it might not be overnight but in time there might be some you know resurrection here but like you have to you have to lean into curiosity and hear the other perspective, mm-hmm. and it go two ways because otherwise it's impossible. Then you should be deplatformed if like you're swaying I don't know huge cohorts of people to think one way. That's not. Um, but the thing I'm sorry I'm still on the cancel culture conversation. The only thing I, I want to talk about it. I want to talk. About okay, it. good. I love it. The only thing I. I, I, there's two things about it that I, I enjoyed and I didn't enjoy. I didn't like how everyone was jumping to someone's going to get offended and someone's going to cancel you and boop this, boop this. And they weren't talking about the sort of accountability of it all. And they were kind of, I think they were getting more so mad at like Twitter stands who sort of just like don't see the nuance in conversation, especially on Twitter. On Twitter, you almost have to like pre- be preemptively defensive for the statement mm-hmm. you're going to make. Like you have to be like, I love oranges, but not to say that I don't love strawberries kind of thing. Like I, I think feel like they were getting angry about those kind of things when, but when Mo came in, it was just like, some people are just tired of being the brunt of the joke. And that's what that is. I think Mo was really understanding, like, it's it's about accountability and it's about not giving people the the ability to make those jokes to for the people who will think it's okay. Because while some Mm -hmm. of us may have a better sense of what's not okay, if you making that joke is making it global for other people to be like, no, this is fine. I can make a racist joke because that person did it. So it's good. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I, I liked that the conversation kind of went that way and that you could see like Baga and them kind of agreeing like they were all on the same page, but the way it was starting, I was like, I'm not loving this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some big characters in there, right? Like Baga's one that'll like stick to her guns as far as their like their views on things. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty unapologetic. So it's like to have her in the mix when we're talking cancel culture, like there can be some bold polarizing views, but like mm-hmm. the more I'm learning is like, we all do have views I can't have these knee-jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. I need to be, like, patient and, like, a beat of, like, empathy. So I'm just like, okay, where are you coming from? So I can, like, work with that because mm-hmm. I'm a balanced, chill person. Oh. I'm calm. <laughs> I'm calm. I might be a fire sign, but I'm calm. I know. See, we're a trained fire sign. I'm like, <laughs> Zen. Zen. But, yeah, it's so complicated. And I feel like the world right now has just got a lot of tension mm-hmm. and misunderstanding mm-hmm. through this age of, like, hyper-connection. We're also, like, disconnected. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, I don't know. Sometimes it bums me out. A little bit. But I, th- I think it's about sort of taking in what you want from those things and what are going to fuel you and make you a better person and sort of letting yes. the ones that don't go by the wayside and sort of wash away water off a duck's back bestie <laughs> say it one more time water off a duck's back <laughs> awesome <laughs> last week there was a thing when you were saying that anecdote about lemon saying um pretty girls can do ugly or whatever oh did that I not make to- the cut it wouldn't, it would have, but you were like, <laughs> you basically said ugly girls can't do ugly, but uh, like you said, you did, you said it wrong. Oh <laughs> like no, I said was. it wrong. Okay. So Lemon yeah. taught me that pretty girls can be ugly because they can always go back to being pretty, but ugly girls don't have that option. 
<laughs> it's so sassy. I really wanted to keep it in, but I was like, you just like messed it up. And I was uh, like, oh shoot. Damn. So I was like, we got to retake. We got to take it from the top. We did take it again. It from the tip top. Take it from the tip top. All right. I mean, and that was our workroom moment, our workroom mirror chat beat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before all the gals are getting ready for bum 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 main stage. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of a RuPaul's look? I don't understand. Is Mystique coming back? Is that is that Mystique fabric? Is it like a thing now? Like we're starting to wear it in things that aren't just like one-off stage shows. Because this was a whole gown made of Mystique. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> that doesn't sit right with you? It's just a Mystique for me is very like four-way stretch, bodysuit doing 400 numbers, going to get sweaty, put some tips in it, call it a day. For for me, Mystique isn't main stage. Mm. It's just, I don't know. For me, it just, I'm like, it's, but is it fashion? But is it fashion? But is it fashion? For, for me, it was so well constructed. There were mm-hmm. so many seams and the, the very open, but like, uh, calculated neckline and straps and everything. That's when I was like, okay, y'all can stay because the seam work turns that into like couture. I agree. And so that's where it's like Rue's measurements with this fabric. It's the modeling, right? Like she makes it look so good. I loved it. She's like a Barbie. She's sparkly. <laughs> She's a fucking Barbie. And the flounce high cut to the thigh. And then the lining was this like contrast purple with the, like the sparkle red. I thought it, it was very smashing. Very smashing. Very smashing. It was pretty. But let's get right to the runway. What did we think of Blue's look? Luck of the Irish. She, I, she's loving the velvet. I mean, I'm a big fan of velvet, so I'm, I'm down. She wore another <laughs> velvet. velvet. Boom, boom. <laughs> velvet were runways tonight. Um, she was good. I didn't quite get the like panel things jutting from the legs. Mm-hmm. That was my that was my only thing. That was my only thing. Um, but I like the shiny metallic playing cards that had like a great visual effect to it. Mm-hmm. It looked very dynamic. She's also and like you... it's weird with blue because blue is so bright and colorful. But I'm finding her fashion choices are either either end of the spectrum. They're either bright, 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 or so dark. Yeah. And it sits weird with me sometimes. I'm like, why is it so dark? Like, why? What is this? And sometimes she does them at the same time. Like, <laughs> and really, you're like, really bright. And then you're happening? like, contrast. Oh. Uh. And it's just like, oh, all at once, eh? Like yeah. her lip sync outfit tonight. I was like, uh. all that lace, Gorge. Really? Okay. <laughs> so sometimes she swings big. Let's say yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. swings for a queen. Speaking of nails, uh, can't wait for her to nail me. JD Jack A. What did you think? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this was a printout poster. Yeah. This was a Kinko's printer foam core yeah. runway that I it even had like zips ties yeah. joining it together when we saw the tight shots. Didn't love. Did not love. Mystique. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't notice that hers was Mystique. I think really? it was. It gave, it was pink and it had that shimmer to it. And I was just like, is Mystique coming back? Is this what's happening? I, I will say though, while I, I did like it, I don't think it was as, I don't think it was, I think I'm a little bit on the opposite spectrum of you. I thought she looked beautiful. Her body looked amazing. I liked the dress and I did enjoy the thing. I didn't, but the thing that I didn't like was the zip ties. And I didn't like the fabric, but overall the whole look I did enjoy. And she looked beautiful. Her face and her hair looked incredible. I think you should make a look in Mystique. I feel like you'd pull it off. I mean, I've got a closet full of my old dance costumes that are Mystique, but like I just... See, that's why you have this emotional association to the fabric, whereas I think I have less of that because I think it looks good. Oh, I guess. I mean, Mystique was just like the go-to for like the new queens to create bodysuits for me. So for circa me, circa when? Circa like eight years ago. Like okay, cute. That's why I'm like, is it back? Like, is Mystique having a resurgence? 
I think I think trends are so quickly cyclical now. Like it used to be the rule of like fifteen years, but eight years doesn't surprise me now. I guess. Now, you know what we run out of we run out of things. It's like okay, this is cool again. Yeah, I agree. I guess. I mean, it's not bad. It's just I just I think I've it's me. I've got my own problems with Mystique. It's my own traumas. Do you still have those Mystique costumes? <laughs> I think I I'm do. Like, I'll take them. Yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> oh, they're yours. I think they'd fit. Um, so speaking of Mystique, speaking of a fabric that I don't love, Jujube, girl, what the fuck? Until she did the arm movement. I was so confused. Even then, then. Even then, I was like, this is the, like, prelim. What I need, like, I need more. So much more. It looks like the outfit just never finished. And, like, the thing with Juju's look was, like, one, if you have to explain it, just like Michelle said, it's not good. Two, it looked unfinished. Three, at this point, I think she's begging to get eliminated. Like, please send me home. Do we have a wild theory that Juju knew she wouldn't take it all the way? So with her runway, she's kind of been like, let's just shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Like, is she kind of, is she was, are you, are you touching on something, Juice, where you're like, it was almost her intention to not go all the way because she's been in so many seasons that she's like, runways don't have to be. 10 out of 10 epic. I'm just going to be me. Do you know what I think it was? Do you know what every season they have like the backup girls and then someone can't come? I think, I think that Juju, maybe she was like a backup girl and she just kind of was like put together the package and was like, sure, I've got this kind of cute stuff with the money and let's just go and do it. And I probably, probably everybody will get on. I won't have to worry about it. And then I can just go home and have some costumes. But I think maybe they were like, get up on there, Juju. We need ya. And she was like, "Uh uh-oh, kind of thing. (laughs) Because the looks, they're not conducive to like what we've seen Juju do on the runways. They're so subpar. Yeah, I'm like, I'm feeling like (laughs) this could be a very plausible thing that she just really maybe was getting ready for it, but not as like locked in as others because of like, yeah, being, being like an alternate or something. That's so, maybe that's so, that would explain so much. We're going to hold on to that theory. Just, we need to hold it in our hearts because Juju's so much yeah. better than this. <laughs> yeah. That would, yeah. Cause that today, this week's runway, it was just a tube. It was a tube. It was bad. It was just not, it was not the mark. I wanted like, um, that would be the base. And then you do, I don't know, some sort of like paint, print, something topical on top of that. Like you look at the other runways and she just, yeah. Well, even like the, the actual cat that she was emulating, that cat is lavish. Like there is things all over it. And there's these beautiful aspects to those sculptures that she could have added to, but instead she went green, gold, done. Like, I'm going to be so honest. What I did not, I had to watch the episode a lot later last night, like most of it. And I saw a lot of Twitter stuff and I didn't realize it was the snatch game. And when I saw her runway on accident, I went, oh, it's a sewing challenge this week. (laughs) I thought she made it that day. (laughs) (laughs) It low-key looks like... No, high-key looks like that. Yeah, it looks like a sewing challenge yeah. thing. Anyways, we got to move on because it's just... it's it's We've given it too much attention. So moving on to something that is just absolutely striking. Moe's Runway. The be- most beautiful light-up thing I've seen. She really said, I want to be in RuPaul's Drag Race Live and you will cast me. <laughs> yes, this... I gasped. I literally gasped i had it had an audible reaction like Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm excited sometimes i'm happy but i'm just like you know i'm watching tv this i like had a reaction it was so 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 amazing the the way the lights moved not only did they light up but they lit up in a cool way she looked like the vegas strip like 20 out of 10 Mm -hmm. so good i agree it was beautiful it was she looked incredible i loved the hair and I don't think she's had, have she, has she had a bad look yet? 
just promo. Just promo. Just those, just the leggings. Yeah, just the Kim ba- Yeah, just the American Apparel tights. The American Apparel tights, but everything else has been the mystique. But everything else has been good. Yeah, it was. It it's was been beautiful. a mystique. I know. And oh her body too. Like, did you see her legs? I don't know if she was padded because that was like beef. I was like, work, bitch. She looks stacked. She's a CrossFit diva. Oh, she's a CrossFit diva. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely my favorite look of the night. Mm-hmm. If not, like, I feel like Mo has been bringing the the coolest looks. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, speaking of cool looks, we're going to move on to Pangina, who, mm-hmm. ah, it was so cool. I loved it. It was too much, but just enough, you know? Yeah, I think, like, the trick at the end of the runway when the coins fell out that's when i was like okay this is like officially so cool Mm -hmm. like just pure camp and you know she loves a she loves a tiny brow i thought i I wrote down no brow yet again and then when it did a close-up shot it's a very fine pencil-y like 90s brow yes with gold leafing on it which i was like oh i love a gold leaf i get very Mm -hmm. excited so i was i was a big fan of the makeup the hair Everything about the look was great. I thought she smashed it. Smashed it. Wait, we forgot Bega. <laughs> Whoops. Oh my god. I didn't write it, didn't write it in. Oh my <laughs> god. She looked good. Sorry. She looked good. Yeah, Bega did look good. I liked Bega's look. It was... But it, but Michelle was right, and I'm happy she said it, with like, I'm getting sick and tired of the like, walk down the runway, much better. Walk down the runway, particularly to clap. Walked down the runway. Much better. Like, I'm happy that she's like, can we get a little bit more? I was like, thank you. I don't feel gaslit today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like true episode. These were facts this mm-hmm. episode. Um, I always found the runway, walking down the runway so awkward. Really? Yeah. I got, I thought I would thrive. And then when I actually did it, I was like, I'm terrified to do this when I got there. Very oh, nervous the even, whole time. I looked god awful and I lived, bitch. <laughs> I lived. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Even, but it went in my finale runway. I was like, I am going to walk down this runway and they're going to rue the day they sent me home. Yes. And I remember when I first walked out, they all went, oh. And I was like, that's right, whores. <laughs> And I walked that's right. so slow. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to take 45 minutes to walk down this runway. They had to edit out so much of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hours of footage, me walking down the runway. <laughs> Slowly moving, showing them my shape. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I, so, the, you know, you warm up to the runway. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Bega's so warm. She's like, too warm. It's becoming formulaic. Formulaic. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not hot coffee. That's lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, but I liked how she changed her makeup. I liked how it was like a very completed look. I really liked it. Tops of the week are Baga and Blue for those amazing performances in the Snatch Game Family Edition and Cute Runways. It it was theirs hands down. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I don't feel gaslit, so I'm very happy because it felt <laughs> like yes, this makes sense. These are the top two, of course. But what do you think about the way that everyone's in the bottom? And then I was just going to say, oh, no. the people who are in the bottom, everyone else. Wild. Everyone else. Wild. Gasp. Gasp. <gasps> Gasp. Who would you have put in the bottom two if it was up to you? Who would it be? Panny G. <gasps> really? Well, yeah. Okay. It was not a good, it wasn't a good Mariah. Okay. It wasn't funny. And then the other person in the hot seat, honestly, Janie. Thank you. I don't feel gaslit. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would have done Janie and Juju. Mm -hmm. While Juju was decent in the challenge, her runway was absolutely hot unforgivable garbage. unforgivable <laughs> absolutely hot garbage and pangina while she was bad in the challenge she at least had a few jokes and her runway was incredible yes you wanted to save her with the runway this is it was true it really was spectacular yeah so i would have saved her with a runway and made it juju and Janie in the bottom and then i would have yeeted 
Miss mm. Juju Beam, my love, my love of my life, but I would have been like, it's over, babe. It's a mercy kill. <laughs> the term yeeted makes me laugh <laughs> so much. Like, I'm like, it's just such a strange word to me, but it feels equally appropriate. I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, fair votes, but yeah, unfortunately, there is no safe this week. Safe doesn't mean a damn thing. Episode four. It's done. Dunzo. Dunzo, babes. Get rid of them. Sorry, babes. So there is a lot of uh, talking, a lot of one-on-ones mm-hmm. and unducked because of this. Because we have two top queens who then need to talk to four people. So there's like eight interviews that we're like conducting. It feels like um a job fair <laughs> or something. That must have been so stressful. Like the like yeah. the air must have been pal- palpable. Whatever it must have been so thick to like go through that full of pulp full of pulp it's like the orange juice full of pulp it would have been wild to be there and like there was probably so much tension but uh who did you did you really think it was gonna go the way that did did you think that they were gonna like did it do you think it was very clear who was gonna go home no same even like even with blue being so honestly mature and respectful to say like you know, there is a part of me that's thinking about sending you home, Pangina, because of strategy. Like, I'm going to be upfront with you about this. Like, it was very respectful mm-hmm. for her for almost making that kind of game decision. Mm-hmm. Um, at least she's, like, owning it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's actually what Blue's kind of really great at. It's just, like, really leaning into her vulnerability. I think she's actually really cool for saying it out loud because it's like yeah that's that is an option she's literally thinking about right now so yeah good on her for saying something i do think it Um, might bite her in the ass though because she said i will be sending you home because you are competition yeah so like she had said her reasoning so i think Mm -hmm. that may come back to her unfortunately yeah but but i didn't but i didn't think um pangina did great in the snatch game like there was some merit to sending her for what happened you know yeah yeah i think you're right but I didn't laugh once with Mariah. Not one time. Yeah, I know that's true. And that's how Pangina had been judging too. She said, if you did yes. bad, I'm sending you home. And so it was almost, so she has just done, she judged the way Pangina would have judged her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she sent home two Canadians on that scorecard method. So I agree with Blue. <laughs> oh, no. But we go into the lip sync and... It was, it was the whitest thing I had ever seen Hmm. in my life, but I was so, I was so happy. Like, I actually clapped after. Like, I loved this lip sync so much. (laughs) Vega has the cutest, like, proportions. Like, she's so petite, and she had this short little wig on, and this, like, sequin argyle dress. She looked like a funny mom up there. It was, like, my favorite. She looked like I put my Uncle Rudy in a wig and a dress and said, all right, I'm gonna give you 200 bucks if you win this lip sync. And he said, all right, Joe, let me go do it. Like, that's what I felt like I was watching with Baggett lip syncing. And, like, I really did, I didn't know Blue had that much energy in her. Like, I was really impressed by by her really slaying it. It was Caucasian. Like, the it was so white between the both of them, but, like, in the yeah. best way. Like, so oh, funny. Oh, totally. Oh, my God, totally. It's just, like, a different um, style of dancing. But, like, I loved it. it Baga definitely did a lot of, like, air punching. Oh. She was really just, like, punching the air a lot. Sir. Which I thought was funny. Sir. Um, what else did I write down? I feel like, did I take any, like, notes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bag looks like a cute little old lady. And, um, her cartwheel, I gave it a three out of ten. The funniest was Rue's reaction. Rue being like, oh! <laughs> like, what it's is like happening? She was con- just like your uncle, you're concerned when they do a cartwheel because they could hurt their bad hip. Yeah, you know? yeah. Isn't Baga also, like, our age? Like, 32. She's my age. Okay. Okay, no bad hips here. <laughs> stretch, though. You gotta stretch. Gotta stretch. But the lip sync happens. Uh, it's incredible. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's incredible. And obviously, they're living for it. Blue wins. Rightfully so. I agree with yeah. this. And then we go to the elimination. Um, it's all four of them. And she decides to send home Pangina. And the mood 
it's wild how everything just changed. Like, you could see every girl there, like, ooh, wasn't expecting that. Michelle putting her hands in her face, like, I'm done. Even Rue was like, bro, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yes, everyone had, like, a visceral reaction. Yeah. If you zoom in on Janie's face, she's like this. (laughs) Yeah, everyone was gooped. Gooped. And, you know, it's... It's wild. Like, what did you think of the crying after? I felt so bad. But it was interesting how they kept it all in. Like, so much crying of her backstage audio and everything. How did you feel about that? I felt like they did her dirty with that a little bit. But also, like, sometimes I think I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt with sound. Some things you just can't edit out. And that might have been the case there. Like they probably weren't able to get rid of the sound of her crying. So they probably had to keep it in. I feel like they could have gotten rid of it. I feel like it was such a choice to keep it in. Oh yeah. I mean, it might have been. I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to be a little friendly, but yeah, that might've been a choice. And I, I do think that might be a little dirty because it's someone's in so much pain. Like, I know it just it felt um, really tough to listen to. But at any rate, it does show like that did happen there. Like that it, to say when it was heard or whatever, like is almost beside the point. We got to hear just like how much this meant to her. And it's evident till the very, very, very end. Um, but yeah, it's just a tricky game when she's kind of, I don't know, had some questionable questionable moves up until that point in the competition and then yeah but it's like did you see blue after like she looked terrified yeah she realized she'd like killed somebody's dreams like i don't know if she knew that until because it moved so fast and then it was like pangina's reaction it just it was it was sad oh it was devastating like and Mm -hmm. her like you could see like her face was breaking her she could having trouble keeping her composure her eyes looked huge and like to see the reaction she's getting from social media it's almost like she could see into the future (laughs) like i'm gonna get ripped to shreds um but it's not deserved i don't think anyone deserves that kind of treatment that's who should be canceled it's a show it's a show She's just doing it, just like, you know, there's been other queens who have made this play in the ba- in the past. Life's not fair. <laughs> Life's not fair. <laughs> Someone made a thing saying the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and it's Be- it's Ben Delcrum sending herself home, Naomi Small sending uh, Manila. Manila home, Pangina sending Jimbo home, and then Blue sending Pangina home. <laughs> Life's not fair yikes big yikes but she gets sent home it's a lot of crying and that's the episode what did you think i guess we're not calling it karma we don't think it's fair to call it karma at all for even a second even a teeny tiny second as canadian as cute cuties are we not feeling a little bit i feel bad it's just because pangina i gotta say it it's because pangina tweeted that she didn't like when people were saying it was karma and she's received so much hate that I don't want to say it, but like, oh, maybe a little bit of karma. It's <laughs> like a little teeny <laughs> dash just a pinch. Because at that point, I don't know, it's, uh, it kind of felt like all bets were off because last week's sending Jimbo home, like she could have gone the whole way. We saw that. We saw that. My top three at the beginning was Lemon, Jimbo, and Pangina. Like, that's who I saw at the end. (laughs) Now I'm like, what the fuck? Were you in any betting pools or anything? No, well, I lost if I was. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, sorry for your loss. But um, yeah, I I will miss Pangina on screen. I thought she was a fun energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what makes the show so watchable is the high stakes. And she's going to be doing amazing things, um, you know, from here on out. Like, she so many more people got to fall in love with her oh yeah she's gonna be fine she'll be fine 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 mm-hmm. fine but we love you so much blue we love you so much pangina i don't think you guys deserve any of the hate and you guys are icons and legends so we're gonna go into a little aspect of the podcast that we have not gone into yet we've got some semi-qualified questions 
Uh, I went into our email and I have got one and Cynthia's got one. So I have one from Merritt Vanderwilt and they're saying, hey, Juice and Cynthia, my name is Merritt and I'm from the Netherlands. I'm so happy to see Janie on UK versus the world and I'm glad you've been trying to get off the Janie hate train. It's been so sad to see your Canadian sisters go. I was rooting for both of them to go all the way. As for my question, what would you do for an all-stars talent show? Oh, yes. I think I would do, what would I do? Something like a sing-songy, like a comedy sing-songy thing. Like I would go from there, but that, like that would I think off the cuff. Like some sort of song that has like comedic songwriting to it. Like the lyrics make you laugh. I love that. I would probably do a burlesque number. Something sexy. In Mystique. Yeah. Yes, in a mystique outfit. <laughs> uh, that's so fun. I was thinking about you. Who did your um, corset for the Frozen number? It was the purple one where it's like the wand and you undo it and it's like this whole like opening. That, is, that whole outfit is by Starker's Corsetry in Toronto. Starker's Corsetry? Starker's Corsetry in Toronto. They made my entire outfit head to toe rhinestoned it they're so talented they work with brooklyn jimbo priyanka they're she's such a talented designer and so nice she made for priyanka with the black and white letters and the plaid little skirt that beautiful i was like i i I need that they're so talented i I love Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and i love mm -hmm. you guys for writing in you sq cuties Mm mm-hmm Next, we have a letter from Callum. Yay. Hi, Callum. Hey, besties. I just want to say first that I love and adore you both so much. Aw, thank you, Callum. And I love listening to the podcast each week. I wanted to ask, first of all, how are you both? Um, we'll I'm, keep it short. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, do you think Canada should have its own all-stars after a few more seasons? I think the Canadian talent is absolutely phenomenal. I agree. I agree. And the bar is set so much higher than other franchises. I'd love to see it and have its own all-stars. I also wanted to ask if you guys have a favorite remix. My, oh, Rumix. I thought it was a typo. Rumix. Mm-hmm. Mine are You Wear It Well and Queen of the North, both Canadian because that's the best franchise. Wow, thanks, Callum. Bias, I love mm-hmm. it. So many questions. So many questions. Yeah. Um, so I would say the idea of a Canadian All-Stars, yeah, it makes sense to me. I mean, like, at this point, like, it's just like, if people want it, it should be a thing considered. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think that they're, the UK versus the world sort of thing is a setup for an all-stars for people who want to be on all-stars, but don't want to wait the years and years for them to have enough seasons for an all-stars. But if there was a Canadian all-stars, I mean, I think that would be great. Cause I am obviously very biased that Canadians are very talented and slightly overlooked. Yeah. As our Southern partners. Right. <laughs> if they had a Canadian one, the chances would be pretty good. Cause there's not that many of us. <laughs> Juice and I. <laughs> What's your favorite Rumix? Um, what did I, I did Jealous of My Boogie for my audition tape, and I actually really like that song. It has some fun little, like, go, 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 I don't know, it has this fun, like, disco vibe. I actually very much like it. What about you? Mine's the You Wear It Well from my season. Like, I love that one. Um, Priyanka's, Priyanka's whole thing in that one, I think, is, like, top tier. And Kitty Girl. Oh, cute. Wait, yeah. Wait, and are, also, wait, I think I got Lucky's pretty good. Are these, are you, is he talking about the songs that are written on the show as competition material? No, the remixes, they're, they're RuPaul's oh, songs that the, that the girls go on. Oh, yeah, okay, like yeah, Lucky, yeah. like my top three are Lucky with Gottmik and Simone and all them. Mm. Um, you Wear It Well from My Season with Priyanka, Scarlett Bobo and Rita Vega and Kitty Girl from All Stars with, um, Shangela, uh, BB, Trixie, and Akira. I think so. That's my favorite so. remix. Sorry, I thought I thought you meant um, song by RuPaul, but the ones that the queens have done, I like Kitty Girl. It's fun. Yeah, it's so cute. Meow, meow. Well, this meow. was so cool. I love um, hearing from people listening. Someone's listening from the Netherlands. Juice. 
I know. And we're off the Janie hate train. We promise. Yeah, we promise. So that was the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to Semi-Qualified Queens. I really, really enjoyed it. I can't wait for next week to see how this is going to play out because obviously it's not going how I thought it was going to go. Yeah. Um, wild, wild, wild. But if you guys want to be on the podcast, please email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com or use the hashtag um, semiqualifiedquestions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can follow us on semi qualified queens pod on instagram and at sqq pod on twitter we want to hear from you we love having these conversations i think it's fun yeah ask us anything you want and we'll do our bestest to answer thank you guys so much for listening this week and we will see you next week bye bye